So we do four second spots. Um, that allows for the viewer to be able to read the caption if it's uh, like a print caption, as well as take in the visuals. It's different if it's uh, audio speaking, that just flows with you know the audio there. But um, the way we break down our ads is all down to like an element level. Across any ad you'll ever see that's successful, they're all made up of elements. Not every ad has the same element, but when you combine them into different formulas, they work differently successfully. So you have your hooks, you have your pain, you have your authority, product demonstration, product result, uh, use case, UGC lines. There's a lot of different elements. On this episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, we have Cody Iverson, CEO and co-founder of VizCap Media. VizCap uses UGC content at scale for seven to 10 figure brands. On this episode, you're gonna wanna hear the creative framework VizCap Media uses to create killer converting video content for direct response brands. How UGC is absolutely killing it on the forefront of digital marketing across all brands. And my favorite, how to keep budgets in mind when doing creative testing at scale. Go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. But before we begin, if you are an agency owner or media buyer, head over to funnel-.com for some great resources on how you can scale your ads. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Zach Johnson and Dylan Carpenter. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson. I'm with Mr. Dylan Carpenter. Dylan, you ready to talk about some creative? Hell yeah, man. It's geek week time. Killer connect. Badass creative. Y'all are going to freaking love this one. Yes, we're continuing with geek week uh, where we met uh, today's guest uh, just a few weeks ago at their event here in Austin. One of the best collections of the top media buyers uh, and advertisers in the world all rolling up to this place. And uh, today's guest is uh it's pretty much the premier go-to creative shop when it comes to working with uh direct to consumer and e-commerce advertisers uh, his clients spend upwards of 500 million dollars a year in ad spend and clients include thrasio Lange, and a slew of others including disco hydrant dfo global and many more. I'm excited to bring them on the show. They've got some amazingly um, uh, beautiful, like visually stunning video ads that I'm excited to get into, uh, but ultimately the place to turn clicks into conversions. Cody Iverson, welcome to the show. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Zach Dillon. It's an absolute pleasure, man. It was great meeting you guys in Austin and uh, excited to uh share what we have for your audience. Yeah, man. So let get everybody up to speed on uh, what is VizCap Media and uh, what are you guys up to these days? Sure. So VizCap Media is a creative agency. We help seven to 10 figure brands scale aggressively on social media through conversion focused direct response creatives. Uh, currently, we're just scaling, dude. 
that's what we're up to today. Um, helping brands really like break through and get past uh, iOS 14. Uh, a lot of things are changing in, in the landscape in terms of what resi is resonating with their uh, customers. So staying on top of that and helping them stay profitable. You know, what I'm excited about this is we've had a couple different creative folks on the show, but no one that influencers or touches the level of spend that you guys do at VizCap, right? I mean, in terms of creative, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is not, uh, your, your typical client is not somebody spending, you know, five, 10 grand a month on ads. It's, it's somebody that's spending seven, eight figures plus, uh, and scaling aggressively. Is that fair to say who your, who your typical client is and who you guys are working with? Yeah, very much so. And, um, you know, we work pretty much the criteria is that they have to be a seven figure business. And from there, um, it really gives us a lot of opportunity to know what's working quickly in the market with how much is being spent, which gives us an edge to always stay on top and like spot trends. It is, man. That's, that's literally like the counter to why people should work with ad agencies and not like bring it in house is just the perspective, right? Of here's, here's the creative trend of what's working now. And if you just got like one creative like internally, <laughs> uh, that's a, you know, you don't have that range of, of exposure. Makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, man, let's get into it. What's this rich ad? What's working now? So right now what's working exceptionally well is going to be your, what we call UGC demos. The UGC demo is a spin on your traditional UGC content except there is a videographer involved. Now we're not going crazy with the videographer, but we want to add engaging elements. So we're going to add cuts, pans, POVs, um, but we want to remain in the realm of authenticity. Almost look, almost as if it looks like it was made from uh, like a YouTuber, an influencer, a content creator. TikTok right now is currently like influencing a lot of the styles of ads that are working successfully. I like all these like pans. So like break down like the, just the little cuts that you guys do. Uh, so you just see demo, you've got pans. Like what are the, how, how would you kind of break down like all your little like three second spots? Mm -hmm. So we do four second spots. Okay. Um, that Good. allows for the viewer to be able to read the caption. If it's uh, like a print caption as well yeah. as taking the visuals. Um, yeah. It's different if it's, um, audio speaking that just flows with, you know, the audio there. But, um, the way we break down our ads is all down to like an element level across any ad you'll ever see that's successful. They're all made up of elements. Not every ad has the same element, but when you combine them into different, um, formulas, they work differently successfully. So you have your hooks, you have your pain, you have your authority, um, product demonstration, product result, uh, use case, UGC lines, CTA, guarantees. There's a <laughs> lot of like, different elements. It's like all up in the head, man. This is like, it's the playbook. I love it. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So let's just look, I'm, I'm holding this card, right? Like one in, in the card space, which we're in some of the best ads I've seen in the, um, consumer like neobank space mm -hmm. is, uh, like, um, company called current and money Lion is just like 
a lot of females holding up, flashing the card, zooming in on the card. And then basically they'll do like a digital print, like of the benefits of the card, like next to it. And then it's the classic, like kind of zoom in on the, all the lines and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, so you guys crank stuff like that out every day, all day, any day, seven days mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. So if somebody comes to you, like walk us through your process of taking inventory of, you know, their current creative and like what you guys would recommend for next steps or what they need to, to scale up. Sure. So the very first thing we're going to do is ask our partners to fill out a creative brief. The creative brief is what allows us to work as an extension of their in-house team to give us the knowledge that their uh, team would be expected to have to create their ads. It's a, it's a lengthy, it's a lengthy beast. Uh, It's like 57 slides, but it's everything that we've ever encountered that we've had to come back to our partners and ask them about. So we want to be able to get all this information from the start so we can move quickly. Um, From there, that's going to include such things as their claims we can or cannot make, uh, PR, uh, as well as the most important things would be past successful and unsuccessful creatives, 10 of them, paired along with winning ad copy, the landers. Those are the main things because we're going to want to align the ads uh, either with what their audience has seen in the past or with where the traffic's going. But from there, we're going to use our proprietary system. The proprietary system is uh, a collection of proven frameworks that time after time have produced six and seven figure winning results. And we're going to start there, see which ones are resonating with the audience, taking in elements from the past experience and success that they've had. And then from there, after the first round of content creation, we're going to go 80, 20, we're going to produce 80% of the next round of content in the winning frameworks for your audience. And we'll use the 20% to continue testing uh, new frameworks, new offers, new angles, try to expand it to a different part of demographics. This is such a playbook for you. This is like, this is like Cody could be doing this interview in his sleep right now. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> now out of curiosity with the kind of creatives y'all make, what's been the biggest budget put behind one of these videos? Uh, yeah like a single video y'all kind of create i'm kind of curious there man like that's not i'll give you the answer it'll be like 10k but that's not what we're interested in so for anybody who's spending aggressively on facebook knows that if you pump a lot of cash into it it's going to die off probably within a month so we make all of our content like modular so it's interchangeable uh, and you're able to use it for months to come uh, when you begin using or begin creating variations, but like from a base, like price point, like we're probably one of the cheapest in the industry because we are marketers at heart. We came from the e-com space and a lot of those production houses are raping in their pricing. It's just absurd. Dude. <laughs> Absurdly. Let's talk about it. Let, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you want to take, uh, you know, Squatty potty videos, those videos. Uh, That's like 250K. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gamble. Yeah. It's a big gamble. Um, we just recently did 200 videos for a single contract, and that was like just under 60K. Wow. 200 videos. You got to realize that, like, well, 
all of the content that's working successfully for ads are the ones that are native looking to the platform. And most of the, none of the, there's no professional content creators on these platforms. They're just regular old people. So like we shoot to that level. So it looks like it can, you know, be a part of what they would typically like to watch. So if you have a brand who's a lot more established on Facebook versus one who's killing on TikTok, do you kind of, I imagine those kind of creative groups, you kind of dive into what is the platform you're all looking to hit the hardest with? So I'm kind of curious how you kind of go for that cross-platform approach. Because I mean, with TikTok videos, those are hard to freaking make work on Facebook and vice versa, it seems, seems like these days. Mm-hmm. So TikTok is the only one that like doesn't have as much crossover in terms of like elements because their videos are so simple but anything from facebook we can take to youtube we're gonna have to restructure and the frameworks that we're using not all of the same frameworks work but there are ones that have crossover snapchat is similar to tiktok um but pretty much i would say 70 percent of our videos are ugc driven so we do have some like grace or like um ability to be able to cross over there and out of curiosity when y'all kind of come up with this ugc i know you you had some badass actors back at the geek week and whatnot so i'm kind of curious what's your main way to kind of find good talent you know if brands are looking to kind of you know get some badass content there for the most part because i feel like that's one of the hardest parts the creator marketplace isn't that bad but i mean it's it's you know eh. yeah so you're gonna there's really like three options four options uh Search the Facebook groups in your hometown. Uh, you know, so for us, it's Las Vegas. We do Las Vegas actors. Luckily for us, people who haven't made it in LA yet live here in Vegas. So our book of talent here locally is over 900 people. Now, if we need to go remote, um, you can use uh, Backstage. You can use, um, there's a lot of platforms, creative platforms. Uh, Incense is one that we use. Um, so things like that. And then, um, go to Instagram and just do like uh, hashtag your city model, hashtag your city actor or whatever you're trying to look for. Um, sometimes when we were looking for plus size models, we would do like, uh, hashtag plus size Las Vegas, man, that's freaking brilliant. That's killer there. Yeah. Well, this has all been really good, but let's hear about some nightmare stories, man. I want to hear about a poor that just kind of crashed and burned. You thought would probably kill it. Uh, shit, man. I mean, <laughs> it happens a lot more than you think. Like, we're good, but like, ultimately, we're not better than the algorithm of Facebook. <laughs> um, so, a poor ad that crashed and burned. Uh, you know... Truly, the only time that it hurts is if we're going to do like a video that's a little bit higher budget, like, uh, you know, a $5,000 video. Those ones hurt, dude. Um, they take a lot more to write. And I've written a couple of them that like I thought were just absolute gems. Uh, they made me laugh. Uh, but that was probably the issue was that they made me laugh. Uh, a lot of the times when you try to get into like the funny shit you'll lose like sight of the salesmanship needed, you know? Um, I guess another, there, yeah, there's just too many of them to like really give you like a big like story, but I guess some of the funny ones would be, or like Burns would be uh, when the 
camera is still rolling and we're doing like some just like funny shit on camera, like dancing goofy or like weird shit. And then the editors like put it into the video and the client like just runs it. We've got some really funny like videos that are out there that have like shit that should have never made it embarrassing stuff for some people. Um, so kind of blooper reel style. That's really what it is, man. And like, it can also work because like people relate to it. Like it, it takes it, it, it brings the ad to feel like less of an ad. I feel like it's got to be at the end of it though. You know, I, I feel like you can't really squeeze that in the front or the beginning. Cause yeah, it's, it's kind of like the cre- the credits, like see how it was kind of made to an extent, but mm-hmm. yeah, those are always funny as shit, man. Yeah. Oh man. And some of like the, really the only other like horror stories is like, we've gotten a lot better at this now is like creating an ad going through it, you know? Uh, and then the client is like, this is not it. This is not it at all. They're very unhappy. Um, luckily this hasn't happened in many months, which is thanks to our creative brief. But, uh, back when it was just a couple of us, like, you know, we were just slanging ads trying to go as fast as we could. What do you think the biggest, uh, differences from some of the, um, kind of plug and play content sites like incense and billow um billow is a good one mm-hmm. do you have a preference between those two or and then like how would how would you kind of educate somebody that's like eh, i'll just go on there and kind of like pay 50 bucks versus all right i've tried that a couple times it's not working for me you know maybe i should really consider um VizCap or or someone like VizCap to take over here Gosh, Billow, it's a numbers game from what we've caught. I think I've gotten like 20 videos, two have hit. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so uh, to answer the first question, incense. Um, but uh, so the main difference is repeatability, okay? If you want to be able to do those content creators successfully, you need to know what is leading to the success. That's m- the main difference here is that we understand all of the elements and how these things need to be structured them to be successful for them to open up with a relatable topic for them to grab someone's attention for them to weave in a bit of story but not get lost not let the viewer get lost um and then really just remain genuine so that's the difference is like we know how to recreate that at scale without having to play a numbers game without having to waste time resources someone's got to be reaching out to all 20 of those people Now it's a VA position, so it's nothing to worry about, but um, you can't like successfully continue to scale if you don't know how to repeat it or you have to play a numbers game. Yeah. I I think it's really well said, right? Like there's no, it it is a numbers game and it's not formulaic. Um, And you guys have this like literally modular um, specific approach to um, the ads and, Sometimes it can be scientific. Sometimes it can't, you know, like it's not, but, uh, um, but yeah, I think that's actually really, really well said. And you might, you know, billow and, and incense might be cheap to get into. Right. But, uh, you know, if it's a numbers game, it could like, you know, flip the other way where it's like, okay, this is just, you know, inefficient and you're not getting, um, mm-hmm. the, pro- the, the product or the creative that you need. Mm-hmm. I recommend both. Um, cause it's definitely good. Like you'll get some good stuff. Um, and even if their whole video isn't good, 
you can chop it up and then put it into like additional like direct response style ads and that works exceptionally well and you're able to do that get that content from them for quite a bit cheaper now what are your thoughts on like when it comes to this talent out there do y'all give them a whole kind of framework or do you kind of just say hey here's the product here's some of the value props just do your thing kind of or do y'all pretty much say hey here's the first have a product right here the pain point etc etc i'm kind of curious how you format that to make it work I feel like the more direction, the tougher it kind of gets for them to be themselves with the product. Mm -hmm. So we have, depending on the framework, we're either going to do it like teleprompter scripted because it's going to be a more complex script and we need them to be on point. I would say 90% though of what we're doing these days is all bullet points. Mm. So we lay out the structure for them and just provide them like a couple things to say. And then it's up to them to weave the sentences together, but we'll shoot it modularly. So we'll give them like two, three lines. Boom. That's it. Two, three lines. Boom. That's it. And we'll cut it up because like, if you notice, if you guys go to YouTube or any of these like uh, platforms where you're going to watch somebody like tell you about something, an influencer, it's never in just one straight take. They're chopping it up. So people are used to seeing chops in the video. So much so that when you don't see it, it's almost like, are you really a real person? Yeah. Yeah. So the the other benefit to uh, having it done in short little segments is that you're able to chop it up. But when people start talking really fast like this, you don't have the opportunity to cut the clips because there's no spaces. Shit, that's the story of me, man. I talk too fast on the shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend in partnership with MasterCard. And if you are an aggressive affiliate dealing with dozens of ad accounts, or you are in gray hat or black hat verticals, such as drop shipping, CBD, or other verticals where you're dealing with ad accounts getting shut down, business managers getting shut down, or even de-platform from platforms like Facebook and Google, then you absolutely need to check out Funnel Dash's ad card. We give you unlimited free virtual debit and credit cards. So you can have a dedicated card for every single ad account campaign. And you can attach any name and address in the US so you have complete anonymity on the card and at the card level. Plus, one of my favorite features is that you don't have to pre-fund or even top off like most typical virtual card solutions today. So if this is you and you're operating these verticals, whether you're an agency or an advertiser, then check out AdCard at FunnelDash.com. Well, this has been super juicy. Let's go ahead and take a hard left turn with the name of the podcast. It's pretty close to a book, you know. So we try and find the kind of crosswords of marketing and the financial side of things. So, I mean, based off your expertise, what kind of financial tips or principles can you kind of share with the audience? Whether it's business, personal, client expectations, budgets for videos, kind of what, what you got to share there? Um, the main thing is that you don't need to go super big budget overproduced videos. You can save a lot more cash if you like shoot to fit natively on the platform. So for any brands that are looking to have content made, don't always feel like you have to go to like the big marquee people who charge a ton, it's way overpriced. Um, but for anyone, I mean, one of the principles that we live by is like customer retention. Um, if we want to grow 100% over this next year, we want to grow more than that, but let's say 100%, uh, then 
if we lose 20% of our customers, we now have to grow 120%, which makes it more difficult. So like customer retention, client retention is like the number one thing we care for most to a point where like we go out of pocket or come in even on many contracts just to continue to continue, like get it right. I want to be with someone for five years, 10 years. And sometimes like if we need to work a little bit harder or spend some extra cash to continue testing or get another model back, whatever it is, like do a crazy idea that's like out of budget, but we think is going to like crush it. Hey, if we crush it, they come back. Oh yeah. And hey, it's way easier retaining than having to go get 20 new clients. You know, that's for freaking sure. (laughs) Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, when it comes to some of the brands you are working with that are spending, you know, shoot a million a month, 500K a month, what do they spend on creative, you know, these new tests? Because I feel like it's a hard thing to kind of gauge. I mean, it always has to be overproduced, but do you ever kind of see some little, you know, some correlation there or just kind of, hey, it's, it's, it's very hit or miss there? Yeah. So as far as the budgets go and what people are spending, like, you know, it ranges. There's seven figure brands we work with. There's 10 figure brands. Uh, some brands spend upwards of 200 to 500 K on just the tests, but that's a lot of creatives that they're doing. And they're also like doing things that are a bit more, uh, ballsy we'll say in terms of their testing. Uh, but the rule of thumb is like, you always want to test so that here, like you can do it without having to waste a bunch of cash. If you're only testing new creatives. So you're using proven ad copy, proven thumbnails, and it's better to go for getting each ad enough spend based off of your own brand's metrics rather than letting the API uh, or the algorithms like decide, hey, out of these four ads in this ad set, like this one gets the spend. We don't know like what the other three ads could have done. Yeah. And like then you're wasting cash because you're facing a, let's call it a $2,000 video, $1,000 video, $500 video off of your test, which may be 300 for that ad set. Now you've got three ads in there. If they're a thousand bucks a piece, that's 3000 bucks that you just wasted over a $300 test. Man. So it seems to be kind of pretty freaking case by case there. Cause yeah, the algorithm sucks when it comes to creative testing. You throw four ads in an audience. Hey, one's going to fucking flourish, but the other, <laughs> you know, so that makes complete sense there. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot snap, man. What, what's next for you? Anything you kind of want to share with the audience? How can we kind of support you? You got a lander over there. So, I mean, give the people what they want. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would just like advise like everyone, you know, um, pay attention to, making sure that the content looks native. Um, Pretty ads don't always work well. Make sure that you're speaking to people's desires, their emotions. And, you know, we'd love to help you even if we're not able to work together. But, um, you know, just kind of share some info, look at your guys' uh, creatives, give you some feedback. Really at the end of the day, like there's enough business and knowledge to go around for all of us who are in this space to truly win. So, I think the more that we can all collaborate, like the more we can all win. So um, reach out. There's a lander going to be attached, but uh, ultimately continue scaling, man. Ooh. Break some records. Yeah. Uh, what's next for us? We're adding uh, tech. Uh, we're adding MRR. We're adding our own influencer uh, platform. Uh, we got a new office. 
we're scaling up to like 16 shoot teams per day. So that'll be 16 times three a day, 30, 54 shoots minimum per day. Damn. Like 250 roughly shoots uh, per week. So lots happening. Um, Machines, man. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Cody, man, this has been absolutely sick, man. Um, thanks for jumping on. We'll kind of regroup in a few months to kind of see how it's all kicking because the new office space, the new teams, I'm sure you're about to be pumping out some creative, man. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Um, appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Um, and let's all win, dude. Hell yeah, man. Well, shout out. Thanks for jumping on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ed podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoored.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment. Share with a friend. If you do, Take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, Zach at FunnelDash.com. Show me you left a review and I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to RichAdPoorEd.com. To leave a review, go to RichAdPoorEd.com slash review. Thanks again.